Welcome to the Death Kit Show. Let's go. Hey. All right. Welcome to the GK Show. Fun music at the beginning. Yeah. Having a good day. Let's start the pod. What's up? What's up? Okay. Uh, looks like I'm able to use my phone as a hotspot and then I can upload stuff. So, while I have phone service right now, I'm going to record this I can get this out uh, just what's today today's Monday thing I don't yeah today's Monday put out uh, episode 35 uh, a few hours ago and this will be episode 36 I believe uh, so real quick for a start please if you haven't yet rate the podcast five stars it takes 10 seconds please do it right now thank you so much appreciate that so uh, really helps leave a review uh, that always helps too just helps out I know it's annoying I have to keep saying it um on this episode, I'm going to read a really interesting article from Wired Magazine that I like about processed foods. Hot button issue. A lot of people are always talking about it. Do you eat processed? You got to eat organic, man. Right? So I love food debates too because it just constantly changes year to year, basically, decade to decade, really. Jackie Mason had uh, one of my favorite bits. I can't do the bit, I can't remember all of it, but basically he was like, you can't have eggs, this, you can't have coffee because of this, blah, 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 and he's like, he names all these things, and he goes, he's like, you've killed yourself six ways, you haven't even had lunch yet, or whatever, or you haven't had breakfast, I don't know. It's a funny bit, and I love it. No, so, um, anyways, I got into a discussion <laughs> once with a friend who, some people just like, they learn something about something and then they're like oh I'm an expert I'm an expert on this subject now and I can't wait to keep talking about it nonstop. and then uh, sometimes they know what they're talking about sometimes they don't this guy was asking me uh, and it was clearly he like wanted to argue he's like why do you eat egg whites man why, do you, why don't you eat the yolk and I'm like oh I eat the yolk sometimes they go but if I make like a scramble in the morning I'll probably do like two full eggs you know with the yolk and then maybe like three egg whites, you know, something like that, maybe four of them, and then I chop up, like, tomatoes and onions and serrano peppers, and I, you know, put spices and stuff in there. Anyways, uh, spinach, whatever. So, he's like, yeah, man, why do you do that? Why do you do that? And I was like, uh, I go, because it's like, you know, just like, less calories, and he's like, it's not, though. It's not. And I go, yeah, I, go, I can't remember the exact reason I've been doing it for so long. I go, I can't remember, the, like, the nutritionist or whatever he told me back in the day. And I looked it up as we were talking. I go, oh, yeah. I go, it's because the, the the yolk has, like, the fat. I go, so, you know, I'm not saying it's, like, necessarily bad fat. I go, I just don't, you know, it's, like, a lot more calories. And he's like, yeah, it's not true, though. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? I go, so you're telling me if you remove the yolk from an egg... The, the egg whites without the yolk is the exact same amount of calories as the egg whites with the yolk. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. If you have a, a, a slice of bread and you cut it in half and you eat half the slice instead of the full slice, is it the same amount as the full slice? Because it started as a full slice. And he was just like, yeah, man, it's not true. It's not true, man. 
And I'm like, oh, what? what? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I'm clearly talking to somebody who just wants to argue to argue. So anyways, food discussions are always interesting. I This is my thing on food. You know, they, they've done those things like Penn and Teller had that show on uh, Showtime called uh, Bullshit. It's pretty interesting. And they debunked a bunch of stuff about like bottled water and some other things. And I, the, I didn't watch all of them, but the organic food episode was really interesting because they went outside an organic food market, or just outside a market, I think, that had organic food, and they were like asking people, like, yeah, do you eat organic? And they stopped the people. And obviously, it's like edited, so I don't know if maybe a lot of people did well, but it was just funny the way it was edited. And these people were like, yeah, I just eat organic because blah, blah, blah. And they like would go on all these talking points about why it's so much better, and oh, there's no pesticides and stuff. I think the whole point was like there are, there's like just as many, there's like different pesticides or something. I don't know. I'm not an expert, but basically there's a bunch of stuff with quote organic food that just meet a threshold where you can call it organic, right? It's like, kind of like cage-free chickens. Uh, did you know, I don't know if this is still the case, but at one point to determine something being cage-free, like we all picture, oh, these are cage-free eggs. So these chickens must have been running around, right? Nope. All you have to do is open a, a hole so they can stick their head out. So they're in like a crate with a hole that they could stick their head out, and that was enough to pass the regulation to call them cage-free. So anyways, just a lot of stuff in the world, obviously, is bullshit. So the organic food one on the Penn & Teller show was funny because, uh, you know, they, they would cut a banana in half, and it was a non-organic banana, and they would put it on two different plates, and they're like, all right, one of, the, you know, one of these is organic and one's not organic. Do you think you can tell the difference? People are like, oh, yeah, definitely. I know, I know how the organic food tastes. So they're eating the same banana, and they just showed all these people. I remember this one lady was just like, oh, this one's definitely the organic one. They're like, all right, cool. Like, why, why, why do you think that one is the organic one? And she's like, I oh, just like, you could just tell, like, when, it, when it's in your mouth, like, the texture, and it's just smooth. You could just tell, like... It wasn't sprayed with a bunch of stuff. Like, she's just making shit up, right? And then, of course, they tell them all, oh, actually, that's the same banana. And they're like, oh, what? And they're like, yeah, and it's not organic. So it's so funny. And then they did say, you know, granted, they're telling the truth, that 80, I think it was 82%, I could be wrong, but something like 78 or over 80%, might have been higher than 82, uh, guessed wrong. They had no idea what they were talking about. So that was a funny thing. So I'm just like interested in this food stuff, you know. Also, my, what I was going to say is my whole thing about food is kind of just like everything. It's like in moderation, you know what I mean? I think if you eat ice cream, you can have ice cream. Do you ever want to like have ice cream day once a week? I mean, I don't, but sometimes I'll eat ice cream, uh, but I don't like plan it out. But I'm saying if you're like, oh, like on Saturday night, I like to have some ice cream or Sunday morning, whatever. You're not going to die. You're not going to die because of that, you know what I mean? Uh, if you're, you know... I just think it's good to eat vegetables and fruits as much as you can and don't eat a bunch of fried stuff. Don't eat a bunch of, I don't, I don't, I really try to stay away from bread. I just had a Philly cheesesteak sandwich because I've been eating like super healthy for the last week. So I was like, whatever, I'll have a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, but then I'm not going to eat for a while and then I'm going to eat clean the rest of the day. It's like, whatever. Is that like a healthy meal that I just had? No way. I had a Philly cheesesteak sandwich and fries. If I ate that every day, not good, you know? So try and eat clean, so stuff just like when you eat it, your body processes it and it goes out of you. But this idea that like, oh, if you have a cheeseburger, you're gonna die, or if you have ice cream, or something. No, just like you know, try and eat healthy, and then if you want to have a burger every now and then, it's not a big deal. So, uh, fast food. I don't eat fast food very much, but every now and then, I've talked about this before. I like to go to. My wife will be like, oh, a Doritos Locos taco. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So I'll have a couple. I don't even know what the fuck I'm eating when I'm doing that. <laughs> I mean, what's what's in Taco Bell food? No clue. 
the big ass Dorito taco shell and then a bunch of whatever that meat is that no meat tastes like that anywhere else not even close so whatever that is uh, some people are like it's rat meat man alright well every now and then I guess I eat rat meat <laughs> I guess that's what it is you know alright so before I get to this article I also have a listener who sent me I want to get to this before I forget I promised her I would she sent me an email uh, her name is Maria Hassel H-A-S-S-E-L she's a 22 year old singer songwriter from Nash- living in Nashville Tennessee uh, two songs that she wrote and recorded uh, they've been placed in an upcoming movie which will be featured in 500 theaters across the country uh, she said she's a fan of my comedy and my podcast she wants to know uh, if I would play one of her songs I said absolutely send me the mp3 and I'll play that at the end of this episode I'll include it at the end I listened to some of it uh, I, got, I listened to some I listened to the song I think I like it uh, so the single is called it's her debut single it's called Anxiety it's available everywhere now it has been streamed 10,000 plus times on Spotify and has 100,000 views on YouTube she said she wrote this song because of her battle with anxiety with the hopes that someone who hears it will feel less alone in their battle with mental illness so I think this is a very you know, important thing to share. You know what I mean? Why not uh, give this uh, woman a little bit more exposure and hopefully it does help somebody. I like that. I like the idea. I wrote this children's book that I'm still pissed off that the illustrators are just sucking, dude. Like they're, they're just, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. They're not giving me the right dimensions. Totally, total tangent right now. But I wrote this children's book because I'm, I'm hoping that kids read it and it helps children and society. I know it's like a big idea, but like that's my hope for it. And Hopefully the word gets out about it. So, you know, everybody needs help getting the word out. So I'm trying to help Maria Hassel out with her debut single, Anxiety. Uh, I think that's a, a great place to create art from is where you want to help other people out. She said she's partnered with Lady Gaga's Born This Way Foundation and 10% of all proceeds from this song will be donated to the Born This Way Foundation's mission. Uh, I'm not personally familiar with Lady Gaga's Born This Way Foundation. I've heard of it. I haven't looked into it, so hopefully I don't get any nasty emails. Did you know that blah, blah, blah? <laughs> Seems like a good thing. Uh, so I'm going to play her song. Um, let's see. Is there anything else I need to leave out? Uh, she says she's a true believer that, you know, together we can change the world. Very nice stuff. All right. <coughs> um, and also, if you want to check her out, uh, her Instagram is it's Maria Hassel, and everyone should just you know uh, stream her, save her, follow her on Spotify. <coughs> I'm sorry, Maria, I'm sick while I'm doing this, so this is the worst plug ever because I keep coughing and sniffing. But uh, her Instagram again, it's Maria Hassel, I T S M A R I A H A S S E L. I'm so sorry, it's Maria Hassel. I have to spell that because <clears throat> nobody can spell my name right. I'm like, yeah, go to my Instagram. It's Jeff Keith. People are like, cool. J-E-F-F shit. <laughs> Already wrong. So I'll put that at the end. All right. Let's get to, uh, I'll get to this article in a second. I want to talk about 13 Reasons Why first real quick. All right. So I watched episodes 8, 9, and 10 yesterday. Uh, and <laughs> this show, it's a good show. Like I said before, uh, episode eight is the season three of 13 Reasons Why, by the way. Mr. Porter interviews students about Clay, who pleads his innocence to Mrs. Walker, learning 
Porter counseled Bryce, Clay, and Ani questioned his motives. All right. So, Mr. Porter, Derek Luke, great actor. I love Derek Luke. I think he's such an effortless actor. Can I just say that? Some actors, you know what I mean? They're just, they're very natural. I like Kevin Costner, too. I don't know. I feel like I saw some recent hate. I saw some thing making fun of Kevin Costner. I don't get it, man. Kevin Costner just seems like he just walks on. He's natural. I don't know. Maybe he kind of plays the same character. I don't know. I like Kevin Costner. I like Derek Luke as well. All right, so this episode, good. This show does a good job of. It's very soap opery, where the stories, you know, like everybody's involved in everything all the time. And Mr. Porter, who's the counselor and everything, he comes back, right? And it seems that he's working with the cops to try and <clears throat> um, to make Clay look guilty for the murder of Bryce, right? But turns out like he's really there pretending to work for the cops but he he brought in people that he knew were going to vouch for clay to make the cops see that clay's a good guy and all stuff the show does a good job of making it seem like everybody had a motive to kill bryce which they did because this guy sucked right oh no way okay so i had to go on mute for a second there during an announcement but uh anyways so what was i saying so everybody has a reason to kill bryce and they kind of like I kind of see what they're doing every episode they focus on oh is it this person everybody thinks it's this person the whole episode until kind of the end and then we realize it wasn't really that person right so and then it's like mr porter's bad maybe he did it he had reason to kill bryce uh-oh he was actually working with bryce and they had a journal they really are like doing this i talked about it last episode they're really building up this whole Bryce was a changed person and like he was trying to be better and I get it like I get their point that people can be better I still kind of stick to my guns on like come on man he's a serial rapist like I don't want to feel sorry for this guy in any way so anyways uh, I, I, my whole thing is with this show is like when are these kids getting any schoolwork done how is everybody not failing every class I mean legitimately they're either not at school dealing with, you know, investigations. It's like freaking Scooby-Doo and the gang going, like, through... Like, like, at one episode, was it the ninth or 10th? I think it was the ninth. They, uh, uh... Ani and Clay and Justin all break into this, like, crazy drug dealer's place, having no idea when he'll be back. And they even say that, like, when they break in, I think the girl goes... She's like, how long do we have until he's back, Justin? He's like, I don't know. He doesn't really keep, like, regular working hours. It's like, how do you even know he wasn't going to be there? So he might come back right away, which he does. And then he pulls a gun on him at one point. And Clay is just, like, has, like, this weird irrational confidence in the show where he just stands up to people with guns. And I get, like, when he stood up to Tyler at the end of season two because he was like, I got to talk him down from the shooting. Like, I'm going to be a martyr here. And, like, I might get shot, but I might be able to save everybody. But... That's somebody he knows, a crazy drug dealer who you think might have killed Bryce. So you go sneak into his place and he pulls a gun on you and Clay's like, yeah, man, we're, Justin told us what happened, bro. <laughs> we're going to go to the cops, man. Go to the it's like, what? <laughs> who would do that? You know, we'd all like to think we'd be a hero. I don't think a random crazy drug dealer guy who I think murdered somebody that I know pulls a gun in my face and I just walk towards that gun. Yeah. I'm gonna call cops on you, man. Isn't that the wrong thing to say? Wouldn't you rather be like, hey, dude, sorry we broke in. Like, you know, we're trying to figure out what happened to our friend Bryce. Did you kill him? Because we'll keep that on the DL, bro. We don't want any trouble here. <laughs> like, isn't that's what I would do? I would be like, yeah, 
put that gun in my face, dude. I'm gonna call the cops on you. It's like, no, you're not. None of the guys shoots you in the face. How you gonna call the cops? I have to get shot in the face, Clay. Anyways, Clay's pretty ballsy, and uh, I feel like he should get more chicks. You know what I mean on this show, but he always messes it up. So, uh, yeah. So, anyways, Mr. Porter's a good guy, or whatever. Uh, so, episode nine, Clay's the person. Which, oh, that's what I was talking about. I was talking about when do they get homework done, right? So they're they're doing that. They're on these crazy investigative missions that seem to take all day and night when they're not at school. And then when they're at school, they do, they shoot these scenes where they're sitting in class. And they're supposed to be taking a test or something. It's always a couple of them always have a class together. Like, hey, man. Hey, dude. Was Bryce selling uh, drugs, dude? Is he selling Oxy? <laughs> it's like, I don't think so, man. And like, why not? Because I tried to buy from him and he said no. Like, everybody has the answer right away. <laughs> Was he selling, bro? Uh, and the teacher's never like, dude, I remember high school a little bit. I don't think you just sit there and talk to your friend during a test or when you're supposed to be working on something. The teacher's usually like, hey. Mr. Jensen, Mr. Standall, can you guys stop talking in the middle of class? Like, what are you guys talking about? Sorry, we're just like holding pencils but talking about a murder. <laughs> and we all kind of think the other person did it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You guys can talk then. So I just don't know when they're doing any homework. I remember getting a lot of homework in high school. And I went to a private school my last few years of high school and I got way less homework. Oh my god. Okay, I'm back again. So anyways, then episode 10, it's uh... You know, Hannah's mom comes back to town. Oh, did she kill Bryce? She was in town that weekend. She wanted Bryce dead too, right? She left Clay a message on his phone where she was drunk at her daughter's grave talking about how she wants to kill Bryce, put a bullet in his head. And the cops obviously are going to find out about that. They ask her questions. I don't know why people... I feel like I try and put myself in these people's position. Oh, my lord. Okay, so anyways, what I was saying was I try and put myself in these people's situations. Say I had an obvious motive to kill somebody, right? But I didn't kill that person. I would just tell the cops to be like, look, I get it. Like, I, I hated that. Unbelievable. Okay, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get to this Wired article if this keeps happening, because this is ridiculous, but there's no way I can read an article and then keep my train of thought going. I'm trying to do my best right now. So I would just tell the cops, I think, be like, look, yeah, I hated that person, but I didn't kill him. I don't know what to tell you. That night, I don't really have a great alibi. I was driving around. I was sad. I was thinking about this. You can check traffic cams maybe. I don't know like how to help you out with this, but I didn't kill this person. I did have a motive. I get why you're looking at me. Why does no one say that? Why doesn't it just go like, hey, look, I get it. I get it. Like I did have motive. You know who else had motive? Uh, Tony had motive. Justin had motive. Jess had motive. Hannah's mom had motive. Fucking Alex Standall had motive. Uh, like basically anybody. You know, uh, Tyler had motive. Everybody had motive. You know what I mean? So I don't know why anybody, they don't, they don't just say that. I get it. It's a show and everything. Also, there's a lot of, like, people just asking other people about other people. Just get in a room. Be like, hey, everybody, let's gather at Monet's. They all hang out at the same coffee shop, by the way. Oh, my God, I got to talk about that. I didn't start drinking coffee until I was in my late, mid-late 20s, like 27, probably, 28, I think. Is it normal? Maybe I'm just weird. These kids drink a ton of coffee. They're in high school. And they're waking up to go to school, and they're like, let's just get some coffee first. <laughs> it's like, how hard is your life? You have, like, natural energy when you're 16, 17, 18 years old. You're waking up, and you need to pound some coffee before you start your day of going to high school? That is so weird to me. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't I don't know. I don't remember anybody in high school grabbing a bunch of coffee. They, get, they drink coffee in the morning, these kids. They drink coffee... Like, after school, they're always like, let's go to Monet's, get some coffee. Like, oh, I make a Wicked Espresso, dude. Like, Justin works there. I get that they work there, but I, I don't know. Am I wrong about that? These kids drink a lot of coffee. 
and the parents don't seem to care. It's just, I don't know. Uh, these parents definitely, the way they do this show, they do seem kind of like they don't know what's going on, but I get it, man. If I think back, my parents, I mean, I was, I was a relatively pretty good kid. I didn't do a lot of crazy shit or anything, but I mean, there's a lot of time your parents just don't know what's going on. So, uh, I don't know. I feel like with all the suicide of your of a friend of yours and the murder and all this stuff, I mean, like, Clay's parents have to get him a lawyer. He's named a person of interest. There's so many issues they're tackling. They're like, this police department's corrupt. <laughs> they didn't go after, you know, Bryce hard enough, but because his family comes for money, now they're going after who killed him. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't, anyways, it's, there's a lot going on there. Hannah Baker's mom, dude, totally see where she's coming from. Bryce... I think episode 10, like, he goes through, he wants to apologize. Oh, because he listens to the tapes. Tony plays the tapes for him. And there's this whole thing where, like, Tony finds out that Bryce's family got Tony's family deported. So there's, like, a whole situation with ICE and immigration and all this stuff. And Bryce didn't know about it. And then Tony, like, you know, Bryce is doing this whole thing. He wants to apologize to everybody. And Tony, I think this this is this is there's certain things about the show I get why people get annoyed, but there's certain things I think they do a really good job of. Tony, when he's yelling at Bryce about why, you know, like you know, when uh, Bryce is like, "Look, man, like my my dad did it on, on you know, it wasn't me and everything." And Tony does a good job, be like, "Dude, this all started with you. Like, there wouldn't have been a trial. I wouldn't have like your lawyers wouldn't have been looking into me." at all and doing a background thing on me. My family never got deported if you hadn't raped Hannah. Like if you hadn't been who you were. And like that's the that's the point, man, I'm trying to make about rape when people act like not I don't know who these people are, but when they act you know, when they're doing this storyline of like, oh look how sad we should feel for Bryce because like he's he had it rough too and like you know, it's like dude he's a serial rapist. Just the Hannah thing. Look what that look how many lives that ruined. Ruined Hannah's life, right? She killed herself. Ruined her parents' lives, you know? Ruined you know, her friends, you know, like close people like fuck them up. Um and, and then like and then the trial happens and then Bryce is lying at the trial and all this stuff and then t- someone like Tony who just happens to be called, he wasn't even really testifying against Bryce, I think he was testifying on behalf of the school. And it ruins his life because, like, his family gets deported because of it. You know what I mean? Like, all these people's, you know, lives. Uh, when he raped Jess, it, like, ruined Justin. That made Justin, like, turn to, like, hard drugs and everything. And, like, tips him over the edge. Now he's all messed up. And he went back to drugs in episode eight or nine. We find out he's back hooked on drugs. So it's like, that's what I'm saying, man. When you, like, this idea of, like, raping somebody and then it's like, okay. No, it's not okay. Like, that is such a fucking horrible, fucked up thing to do. If, even if Hannah didn't kill herself, it forever like damages her. That is like a horrible, horrible thing. Such an invasion. And dude, I am just waiting for that guy Monty to get his. That guy is such a piece of shit. What he did to Tyler, him and those other guys when they stuck the the uh, mop stick up that guy's butt, and like Andy like slammed his head against the sink in the toilet. Oh my god! Right when I get on a roll. That one was so long. That break. I know I'm gonna edit all this. It's gonna be so much editing for me, but. I can't get to that article right now. My point is that mop thing that they did. When I was at Five Star Basketball Camp, real quick story, there was, I didn't see it happen, but we were told in, this is like one of the most prestigious basketball camps for high school, right? Uh, Basketball, my buddy got me in. There's no way I would have gotten in myself. He was way better than me. (laughs) But in one of the other cabins, I think there was like guys from like a rival gang or something from New York City or some shit or like different neighborhoods. And they did that with uh, with a broom apparently they like held some guy down and like shoved a broomstick up his ass that is like are you fucking kidding me like that is 
insane level of abuse. Like that is, you should go to prison for like a long time for that. That's not just like, oh, I got in a fight and I beat somebody up. That's insane like gang mob rule, holding someone down and shoving a wooden stick like broom handle up their fucking butt. Like that is, I don't know if that's technically rape or not. It should be. That's insane. That's such a violation of another human being. And that's ridiculous. So, all right. <clears throat> very, very weird note to leave it on, but I can't keep dealing with all these interruptions. So I'm going to edit this. And, guys, here is Maria Hassel's song, Anxiety. Please share it. Listen at the beginning where I went over all different places, Spotify, YouTube, all that stuff. Check her out. It's Maria Hassel. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll probably put it in the title of the episode, too. Uh, help spread the word for this lovely young person who's just trying to do good. Try to scotch on the rocks to take the edge off And I've prayed to Jesus I've read every self-help book ever written And I've meditated Lit a cigarette to just let go Took a late night drive on cruise control Shut it off and flip the switch And I know that it's hard to get It's nothing and it's every little thing Anxiety I've got a therapist She says it's in my brain So I take my medicine Try to fix my DNA Not just keep on thinking It's gonna get better Shut it off and flip the switch And I know that it's hard to get It's nothing and it's every little thing Anxiety Cancel plans with no explanation Overthink every conversation Hold myself to too high expectations I'm starting to think I might be going crazy When I'm tired, I can't sleep And my heart beats twice your speed Yeah, my mind, it won't stop racing And my hands keep on shaking When I'm tired, I can't sleep And my heart beats twice your speed And I can't shut it off or flip the switch And I know that it's hard to get It's nothing and it's every little thing Anxiety Thank you for listening to my daddy.